And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. If you're listening to my show, you're looking for tips on how to work smarter, not harder. And let's be real, you're already working hard to earn your money, but how do you make sure that your money is working hard for you? Here's how. With a Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app, your money will go to work. They've got technology that will provide you with advanced tools, and they're built to help maximize your returns, not to mention your time. They have expert-built portfolios of low-cost exchange-traded funds. You know I love those exchange-traded funds. There's automated investing technology, and as part of that, automated rebalancing. Many of you have been asking about rebalancing, and it sort of feels like a hard thing to do on your own. With Betterment, easy peasy. They do it for you. Visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high-yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk, Performance is not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. With Fidelity Wealth Management, a dedicated advisor can work with you on a comprehensive plan to help you reach your wealth's full potential. Plus, you'll have access to specialists in estate planning strategies. So you're not just growing and protecting your wealth, you're sharing it. More at fidelity.com slash wealth. Investment minimums apply. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Sunday, January 7th, and we are here trying to provide you with unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and your life. See, I wrote that many, many years ago and it still holds. It's good to know. And the life part is the most important because the big picture, what's going on in your life is far more important than the money part. Of course, the decisions you make in your money life are important, but it's the life part, what you wish to do, how you want to make different changes, how you want to maybe reset what you're thinking. All those big life decisions, they have financial implications, but it's the the bigger part is what you want to do. And if you're feeling unsettled and you need some help, you need a little coaching or mentoring, you need someone to prop you up, that's what Mark and I do. Just go to JillOnMoney.com, click the Contact Us button, let us know if you would be willing to come on the air. That is what Cindy did. She is on the line from Los Angeles. Thanks, uh, Jill and Mark, for having me. It's really great to be on the program. Love listening to you guys all the time. Yeah, so um, I have been with my company for a long time, and I have gotten to a point where I feel like I can't grow anymore and have this opportunity to move to the East Coast and live with my sister and her family um, rent-free. And I thought it would be a great opportunity for me to find a different, you know, line of work. I wasn't really inspired by my work in, in recent years. And now I feel like this is, might be the best timing, Mm. um, for me to do that. I'm fortunate that I have no debt. I have a good amount of savings. I have a good amount of retirement funds, And so I feel like I could give myself um, that gap year that people talk about for college um, for myself as I uh, approach my, you know, sort of new chapter. Cindy, I love this. How old are you? I am approaching 50 in November. Okay. And tell us how much have you been making? So what do we, what do we have to, what do we have to fill up to make this gap year work for you? 
Yeah, um, I was making probably like 130 before tax. Mm-hmm. And you were putting money into retirement off that 130, right? Yeah, I would say most more re- more recent years than mm-hmm. I have in the past. I have to say I was financially ignorant, even though. Yeah. I yeah. yeah. So yeah, I've been definitely, and you know, I had debt before too, uh, to be honest. So um, right. yeah, as I uh, ended up having no debt, I definitely was able to put in more money for my four hundred one k. Just, How much have you saved in your 401k so far? So um, overall, it's about 980 mm. That's nice. Yeah. Feeling good about that? I am. I'm really surprised and uh, very proud of that. You should be. That's amazing. If you look at your non-retirement side of your, the equation, mm-hmm. do you have some money set up in an emergency reserve? I have about, uh, I think I am approaching 40K. Okay. Any non-retirement investing, any little fun money account? Yeah. So I actually have about 100K Hmm. in various stocks through uh, TD American Trade and uh, just recently in uh, Vanguard. Okay, great. That's great. Okay. You own a home? I do not. I rent currently. You know, when you think about like, Cindy's life, what's the nut that you think about, like your expenses and, but also add in having fun too? With rent and everything in Los Angeles, it was probably averaging like 4K a month. As you look at your next chapter, you know what you do now. I'm not going to ask you exactly what you do now, but, um, and you think about what you would do next. Mm -hmm. Do you have any idea about what direction you want to go in? I don't. Um, I have too many interests. And so what I was proposing um, with my sister was that during the gap year that I take the opportunity to play with different jobs part time or so Mm -hmm. to really figure out where I want to focus on after a year. Okay, so if you move in with your sis, right, Mm -hmm. are you going to do you want to make some you want to help her out in some way, like Mm -hmm. some amount of money every month? Yeah, I was thinking through my um, emergency funds for for the immediate, you mm-hmm. know, months, like five hundred. Okay, right, five hundred a month, help with utilities, etc. Yeah. Now, does she have a family? Is she single? What's her st- situation? Yeah, so she has a uh, she has a family. Her husband and her um, have three kids from age five to twelve. So you're basically, you could be like Auntie Mame. You could be yes. like the cool aunt who comes in and helps totally. someone every time, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I propose to help them, you know, do the drop off and pick up. You That's know, great. Totally available. Yeah. And I'm she really loves excited. you. And she, she made the offer. You didn't ask her. She made the offer, right? Yes. Okay. I like this plan. All right. So first and foremost, you've done what is really important, which is you sort of taken a breather. And mm-hmm. you said, I'm not really happy where I am. You're not saying I want to go travel for a year and spend a lot of money. You're really not going to spend a ton of money. What you're saying is I need a year to reflect and try different things and see how it goes. And I will do that for one year. And my sister's going to help me out. And essentially, you've got the money set aside that you could do that. I mean, even if you give, let's just say that your expenses, you know, 500 a month to your sister and another 500 a month for you to spend money doing stuff. I mean, it's $1,000 a month. Come on. I mean, like you can afford that. You can fund that out of your emergency reserve, as you said. Is there anything 
about the plan that causes you anxiety? Health insurance, because, you know, part-time doesn't usually offer health, health insurance. So um, that's my only concern. I know that I have COBRA as an option, and so and so I can't you, afford it. So. so you have COBRA, which would add, like, I'm sure that the cost of your COBRA is, you know, probably steeper than a lot of other alternatives, but it's, it will give you that one year. Yeah. So let's just say that instead of 500 a month, you really, you know, did you, have you looked up what the COBRA cost would be to you? No, I haven't. I'm going to guess because you're single yeah. um, that it's probably another $500 a month for COBRA. Right. So if we even said that you've got expenses. Now, again, I'm, I'm putting this on the high side, right? We want to, we want to kind of say like, okay, let's look it up. So if we look at $1,500 a month is what you really think you need for the next 12 months, that means of your 40 grand that's in the emergency reserve, you're going to spend about half of it, right? Oh. 18 of the 40. Yeah, right. Um, I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. If you really don't want to have um, deplete the emergency fund and that freaks you out a little bit, then what I would do is I'd look at that brokerage account and I might peel off some of the money that's in there and throw it into the emergency reserve fund just so you know you have it. Again, that's about you and your your comfort level. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, you do have that money and I would use it. And I yeah. would definitely do the COBRA because I do think it's, well, I shouldn't say definitely. Like, I think that that's a good option, at least quickly, so that nothing really changes. You're moving to a new state, right? Correct. You know, you're going to have to reestablish your all of the, you know, the doctors and your providers anyway. So, you know, you might find that, you know, your plan is not a great plan for the state where you're going to be living. But at the very least, it's there and you have it. And I like that as a plan. Right. Got it. The money in the brokerage account, just because the market's been doing so well, is I presume that you have a lot of gains. Is that correct? Yeah. A lot of gains. A lot of gains. Okay. Well, I mean, there's something else to consider, and that is you don't have to sell everything right this second, but mm-hmm. when do you think this is going to start? Is it? Are you going to do this by the end of this calendar year, you think? Yeah. That's okay. The point. So what I would do is I would hold off on selling anything in the brokerage account. And the reason I would hold off is that next year, you're going to be in a much lower tax bracket. Right. And in fact, you might find, I mean, you're not really going to have income next year. Mm-hmm. So you could find yourself at a 0% long-term capital gains rate. Why why not harvest those gains when you're not paying any tax on them? Right, right. It's a good deal. I love that. When you, um, I was going to say retire, when you leave, you will have all this money in this account. And do you feel comfortable managing this account yourself? Yeah. I mean, I, I sort of set up the Vanguard in, in, in thoughts of that. Good. Okay, good. Roll it over. Yeah. Fantastic. So you'll do the direct rollover and that's perfect, perfect, perfect. I think that this is a good idea. I like the idea of a gap year. Mm-hmm. I also feel like you're putting a beginning, middle and end to it. And that to me is an important aspect of your game plan. Because I do know that there is, of course, when you're younger, the problem with a gap year is it can turn into gap years But we don't want that to happen for you. Um, And I don't think you want that for yourself. So I think that this is, I think this is a great game plan. I really do. I love the idea that you're saying, I need to do something different and that you're willing to try different things. And I think you're in great shape. Is there anything that we missed in questions that you have at this point? Well, my question is with the rollover, 
Do I do just a standard Roth IRA? Well, the money in the from the from the retirement plan is pre-tax, isn't it? I have both. Okay. So the first thing is just do two direct rollovers, one to a Roth and mm-hmm. one to a traditional. Okay? Right. Let's start with that. Okay. And then you could convert slowly but surely some of that traditional money into the Roth. But but remember, next year you have some pressures, right? You know, I'd love for you to do it next year, but I don't want you to soak up all the money that you've actually created that is liquid. I mean, it could be that you take a job where you don't make as much money right. and it starts making sense to convert some of it. You know what? Well, let's see. Because look, you might end up that, you know, in my, I love my new job. I'm making 75 grand a year. And then maybe you can start to convert some of the money. But let's see. In the transfer process, be careful about this one. It is important and it will make your life so much easier if you make sure to transfer the Roth money to a Roth IRA and the pre-tax 401k contributions to a traditional. Really important for you. If you would like to join us live, either on video, audio, or you just want to send us an email, go to jillonmoney.com, click the Contact Us button, complete all that information. We'll do the rest. When I say we, I mean Mark, because he is really the best executive producer in the world. Don't forget, if you're on the website, you can subscribe to our service. It's called Jill on Money Live. That's where you have access to quarterly live webinars and a lot of extra bonus video content that lives behind a paywall. 35 bucks, still a good deal. You can subscribe to Jill on Money on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your favorite podcast. Please, if you wouldn't mind, leave us a rating and review wherever you listen. Do something nice for someone else today. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow. 